I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's her fault. No, it is a three-year-old's fault. And whose fault is the three-year-old? Skies. <laughs> I said it's the three-year-old's fault, and Johnny said, whose fault is the three-year-old? And I said, Skies. Yeah, yeah, you'll accept that. I thought so. <laughs> uh, to the listener, she then explained it to her husband, who's not miked. <laughs> <laughs> but he is looking proud of himself right now, if that counts for anything. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how the hell is everyone doing? Doing all right. Excellent. Chilly. Yeah, it's getting a little chilly over here, too. We got the, down into the 40s here tonight, which is unseasonably cold for this part of the world. Yeah, and then that coastal humidity doesn't help. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a damp cold. So I was looking at some different feats, some different styles of combat, and one of them that I got a laugh out of was the diabolical style, in which you deliver a humiliating swat to the target. <laughs> if, if you hit, you inflict one point of non-lethal damage, but the target must succeed a will-saving throw or become staggered for a round. So he's just like humiliated for a round humiliated <laughs> to the point that he's staggered you glove slap like a bitch slap yeah yeah <laughs> you, give him, you give him a little mr miyagi nose honk or something and it just barely does one point of non-lethal but it just humiliates him. puts the tail between her legs for a minute six seconds but yes there's a whole six tree seconds <laughs> there's a whole combat style tree of diabolical it's pretty funny nice is that uh when things go south for stormag i don't think so he's got his own path he has his destiny ahead of him i don't think it's diabolical style well, that's probably good you might look at some of the like uh, betrayal teamwork feats as well they're pretty fun boring oh are we about to level again that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> Well, you don't get another feat to level seven, anyways. Surat, what you got? Entertain us. Did you put your Christmas oh. tree up, Ryan? Oh my god. No, not yet. No. What? Why? It's not even December yet. Uh, I mean, I am putting it off as long as humanly possible because my stupid cat climbs into it. Drowned it. It's fine. Do what? Drown the cat? <laughs> is that was is that your solution? Yeah. Oh, all right. Wow. I was surprised <laughs> I didn't think of that. <laughs> well, my new my new cat figured out that the base of the tree is filled with water, and so she drinks that water instead of her other water, which is, it, it doesn't make any sense to me, but I guess it tastes minty fresh or pine fresh oh, yeah. or... Yeah, they'll always go for plant water first. Because those cat nutrients. I don't know. But uh, I find it fucking adorable. Yeah, super cute, except his ass is usually halfway up the tree. And it's not a real tree anymore. It used to be a real tree. But with kids and all of the shit, it's just so much easier to have one that you put together every year instead of go out and buy. So um, he just bends the branches down, and it just ends up looking really sad after like two weeks. So <laughs> I, I just haven't done it. <laughs> well, yeah, not if it's a musty old garage put together Lego tree. Fuck that. Yeah, it looks fine. <laughs> I got a magnificent um, 
Some type of fucking pine tree. You know what? Because it's fucking cool and it's America. Holy shit, a Lego tree is a great idea. You think the cat would have a harder time destroying that? I think if you built it like a solid structure, just like a, a cone out of Legos, mm. that would be super so That would be, that's such a great idea. How do you hang things on that? You build it into it. Lego newbie. Ouch. <laughs> Burn. I'm pretty sure your floor wouldn't like that as much as the cat would. I think it's a wonderful idea. The floor would just collapse under the nine million pounds of Lego Google tree. Google that shit right now. Yeah, but you have to take out a mortgage Lego. on the house to afford that much Lego. Yeah, I was just yeah, gonna probably. say, it's probably nine million pounds worth of Legos. Like, the monetary pound. This is America, sir. Uh, there's a Lego tree at Walmart for $74. Fucking bargain. We're international. Or not. <laughs> yeah, we got that one server in, like, Wales. We have one... What's up, Wales? ...subscriber in the UK. <laughs> at least. Well, they should write in and prove it. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, only 14 inches tall. That's not gonna do it. Huge. Lego Christmas tree. We're supposed to be playing a game, Meg. God damn it. You guys are the ones that started this. I'm so ready to start whenever you want to start. Yeah, Meg, why are you talking about Christmas trees all the time? Well, hold on. <laughs> 20,000 piece Lego Christmas tree. Sold. Prove it. Yeah. <laughs> no, the cat would destroy that one. I need a cone. You need a cone for that cat. Yeah. I mean, at that point, why not just get like a road cone and some spray paint? Needs <laughs> <laughs> to be like bigger a than a giant road cone and some spray paint. We'll get a, a couple of them and stack it. Now we will get that little like tiered effect with a, a pine tree. Is. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Now we're thinking with portals, you guys. I'm loving this. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we think with pathfinders? Oh, do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> when we last left off. You all had returned from the haunted village of Hergstag, triumphant against Brother Swarm and his wraith spawn. You brought the body of Elsa back to speak as a witness in the second day of the beast trial. Zeke narrowly, narrowly escaped certain death while being kidnapped, made it to court. Just in time for closing arguments. Court let out, and I think you are all deciding what to do next. Uh, I believe split the party. Yeah, when in doubt. That's what I was reading. Yes, yeah, so, so it'll go take a nap. Uh, one of you guys can go investigate uh, the chemist. Somebody else can go investigate the other things. What the fuck happened here? Oh, a fucking tessellation of dicks here. We've put yes. too many Lego trees in the chat. I gotta scroll up. No, oh. you've put too many dicks on the map of Leopard's Too many dicks. Too <laughs> many dicks. Too many dicks will that spoil the broth, Megan. For I think it's just the one. record. One dick will spoil the broth. <laughs> <laughs> well, one is too many, Wesley. For the record, this was done maybe like uh, three weeks ago. And nobody said anything until now, so... There was not this many dicks three weeks ago. This is a lot of dicks, buddy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, three, four. This is like 15 dicks. So, Mike, this isn't actually a game tonight. It's an intervention. <laughs> oh, no. 
<laughs> We're getting good at these interventions. They're really sticking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why we have to have so many. I, what I think we should do is go get this con drain off of us because uh, I need that. Bad. Yeah, I think that's probably Bad. one for everybody to get to the Temple of Toreg. Yeah, sounds good to me. Temple of Toreg? Let's do it. Yeah, Stormak had pointed out that he knew one was not too far away. I've marked it as number 15 on the map. Oh, that's very close. We would have seen that. Let's go there directly. You head down the road. Yeah, it looks like it's right across the street from the dead goat. Yeah, it's right between the town hall and the other town square where the crooked kin are hanging out. So we've probably gone past this place several times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You approach somewhat of a small park with a, this circular structure in the center of it. In the center of the structure is sort of a chimney with uh, black smoke coming out of it. And as you approach... You do hear a lone hammer on an anvil clanking, and the front of this circular structure is sort of open to the park. And as you uh, approach it, you see one very large, over almost like overly large anvil in the center of of this large circular chamber surrounded by smaller regular sized anvils uh, in a circle around it there is one man a dwarf who is clanging away at something on his anvil on the anvil there he doesn't notice you as you approach the front of the building he seems very into his work Stormax steps forward and puts one foot on the threshold of the doorway and then kneels with his other leg and says good day announcing himself the hammer stops he turns his head and look uh, he's an older dwarf with a long flowing white beard and long white hair that is wrapped up in ponytails with a, a number of rings uh, running down the ponytail. Cool. He is holding a long piece of iron with something red and glowing at the end of it, and he stops hitting it with the hammer and um, dips it in a, a barrel of cold water. Steam hisses up. It's, it's oil, but I'll let he that pu- slide. pulls it out and places it oil yeah when you when you dip them when you're blacksmithing you dip them in oil to quench it out not water I didn't know that me neither well la ti da <laughs> cool <laughs> uh, cool yeah oil but the steam rises he pulls it out sets it back down on the anvil and welcome welcome what can I do for you? Stormak stands. My name is Stormak. I am from Yanderhof, but my friends and I, we travel and adventure. We come 
in search of healing. Yes, you don't look very well. (laughs) (laughs) He smiles, uh, despite the damage that's been done to him. Are you a priest here? I am. Name is Bolin. Bolin Proudspark. Bolin Proudspark. I am Stormax Strongjaw, but I don't travel under that name. Gasp. (laughs) (laughs) The reveal. I appreciate your openness. What seems to be your ailment? We have been fighting undead. Friends, please come in. These are my friends. Flora and her dog, Daisy. Sidriel and Ezekiel. He sort of uh, bows down a bit. It's a pleasure to meet you. You are all pretty sick, aren't you? It felt better. Yeah. I always thought this was a park, but I really like this place. Yes, this is a church of Torag. And, and uh, Stormak gestures to the inside, uh, looking at things, perhaps recognizing most things. And Stormak's all smiles because he's because <laughs> he's seeing things that he knows. Yes, the All Father welcomes you. Please, uh, come further in. I, you can sit down. I can take a look at you. Stormak comes in and sits. Uh, yeah, he'll walk you past the big circle of anvils, past the one he was working on, and there is a sort of area with stone benches that he has you all sit down on. He uh, walks past you all one at a time, and he'll go to raise your chin and like move your face around and look at you. He'll put a big meaty two fingers at your neck to like check in your pulse. Daisy licks him in the face. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, she is a cutie. How old is she? I think she's going on four. Aren't you the sweetest little adventurer? <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> He comes to each of you, like, checking you out, pinching your face. <laughs> yes, it, uh, I see. I've seen things like this before. Now, Restoration is a fourth level spell. Or Father Bolin, we, we do not come empty-handed. We are, of course, expecting to pay you for this service. That is much appreciated. It is also the only option. <laughs> 380 gold per person to cast Restoration, and it will cure your fatigue and get rid of all your constitution drain. He's like, you must be a fairly sex... <laughs> fairly <Fitness> successful <laughs> adventurers. <laughs> you must be fairly sexy adventurers to have that much money. <laughs> I believe I should be able to dig up some scrolls that can help you. Well, it looks like rent money's gonna be tight as I'm fumbling through my coin patch pouch a uh, 
a tooth falls out and lands in there. He's like, oh, well, that's going to be expensive, too. Um, well, here you go, because <laughs> I don't think I've ever felt worse than this. But you, you might also want to find a new place to live. It's cheap. Yeah, but pretty compromised. It seems like it's cheap for a reason. <laughs> what do you mean? It's a uh, bad construction. All those gunshots, you know what I mean? Ouch, Egg. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I sleep better from the. Sh- I'm from the streets. I sleep better when I've been poisoned and drugged through the streets. Yeah. <laughs> that was an unrelated incident, and it actually helped us out. You know what? Let's just talk about this later. I have a feeling it was related, but okay. Thank you, Father Boland, <laughs> for your services. Just being here alone almost cured me of my ailments, but uh, the powers of Torag channeled through you are such a blessing. Thank you. It is good to see a young dwarf such as yourself, so reverent of the Allfather. Do you worship? Of course, Father. Uh, the Allfather is the best of all the pantheon, but uh, <laughs> all brother Grundenar is uh, pretty cool as well, but Torag, of course, is the best. Ah, his son, Grundenar. I can see a little bit of him in you, I think. Oh. He comes in up to you and puts his two hands on your shoulders. They're like covered in rings with different things etched into them, and... He pulls back and looks you down for a second. Brother Strongjaw, where is your hammer? Uh, I have been trained to use my hands as weapons. I I carry no hammer. Looks at your hands. They look like strong tools as well. He bows. A little. Bows his head. I'll get this gross. Uh, Give me only a moment. And he goes to the back of the building, around a wall. You hear him, like, shuffling through some stuff. And he comes back, and with five scrolls of restoration. Oh, shit. Yeah, I've got to pay him twice, don't I? Mm, Unless you want uh, Daisy to die. (sighs) (laughs) It doesn't come back through rest, does it? Nope. I have to, then. I... Oh, God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Unless you want to wait for her to get, like, five more. No. (laughs) 706. Oh, that's going to wipe me out. It's fine. He's my girl. Dogs are expensive. Tell me about it. Flora, Flora, may may I contribute to Daisy's healing? Oh, you don't have to do that. She's all of our friend. <laughs> As she's like turning her her cash purse upside down and shaking the last bits out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Stormak produces another hundred gold for Daisy. Thank you. That is very kind of you, Mr. Strongjaw. Uh, thank you. It's it's just Stormak. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I figured I would try different ones until you told me which one you liked. <laughs> <laughs> Grundenor will be proud of you. Thank you. If you ever feel like coming and saying a few prayers, he kind of gestures over at the anvil. 
There is an anvil and hammer here for you anytime. Yes, yes, um, we, we've been quite busy, but yes, perhaps in two days? And he, like, thinks about math and <laughs> the calendar, and he's like, yes, I, I, I think maybe then. <laughs> he gets a little too excited. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that sounds wonderful. Please, uh, no rush. The Old Father welcomes you always. And uh, he will take all of your money. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> the donation we just gave that church, oh my god. He's going on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> he puts on sunglasses and grabs a suitcase out of nowhere. That he. <laughs> it goes to the church. Yeah, of course it does. It's tax deductible. Wink. He uh, waddles to the back of the building with all your gold. It's so heavy. Wow, must be nice. He comes back out, and he's got a hand behind his back. He says, uh, Stormak, do you have a holy symbol, a symbol of Torag, to carry on your person? Uh, that's a good question, John. I don't think that I do. Uh, no, Father, I'm ashamed to say that I do not. Well, that just won't do. Please. And he pulls his hand out from behind his back. And there is a necklace, a small hammer with intricate designs and shapes carved into it. Oh, what is this? For me? Just something I had uh, laying around. There's no reason not to have one. Yeah, Stormak extends his hand. Perhaps one day I can show you how to make a real one. Yeah, Stormak puts it on. You wear it well, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you, Father Bolin. You've you've helped us all. Helped us to help others. Um, good day. And, and he goes to usher his, his friends out of there. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Well, I'm, I'm going to go back to the back of the goat and take a nap now. What? You have a per- you're, you're not going to stay with with us? Why don't we all go to the dead goat? It's right there. I, I meant at Oslin's house where I made you a place oh, to live. Right. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, 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 yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm still a little off. Just, That's okay. Yeah, oh, that'll be good. I'll, yeah, I'll just curl up there. So, what is your plan from here? Say it's probably about going on three o'clock. Uh, Sid wants to go rest. What's everyone else gonna do? Um, I I don't think I need to sleep. Um, <clears throat> so whatever is the most productive action, I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> if only we knew. If only we could just tell ourselves, do what is most productive. Yeah. <laughs> I, re- I really think that the only thing that would be a good use of our time would be to either interview Carl or we all sleep and just pick this back up at 10 p.m. So I think interviewing Carl's good if we're going to go to the sanctuary tonight or sanitarium or wherever the hell it was we were supposed to be going. We kind of have to because that trial's in the morning. So we have to go to the sanctuary. I feel like that's probably... Uh, 
relatively not super dangerous. So if we all want to rest, <laughs> that would be fine. If not, then the rest of us could go interview Carl, go get a drink, come back, wake Sid up. So Stormak needs some rest, too, to get his key back. I think that Sidriel and Stormak can rest, and then um, maybe Zeke yes. can cast um, Reduce Person on himself again and go on a date with Flora. Fuck yes. Wow. I'm so into this. Wow. <laughs> They're going on a buddy mission. All right. You asked for it. Yes. <laughs> Whatever, she thinks he's cute, but she's been too shy to say anything. <laughs> she's not hiding it either. <laughs> I could use a little rest. I've got some thinking to do. Here, pull up an anvil. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's funny, Zeke. Um, I, but uh, uh, we're welcome there, Oslins. I think, uh, I think I'll move my things from the dead goat to Oslins. Oh, yeah, you should do that. I told him that you guys are going to be staying with us. Sidriel, could I help you do the same? Oh, yeah, that's that's fine. Just whatever gets me back in bed soon, please. Faster. <laughs> right on. We, uh, we so Sid and Stormac go move their stuff to Oslin's and start getting some rest. Um... Flora and Zeke go where? Were we, did you want to investigate that place? Not enter it, but investigate it? Like, just go see it? Do you want to show me what happened to you? Where were you? I'm feeling fine. <laughs> well, as much as I'd like to go back to that place, uh, we can talk about it uh, on the way to go interview this witness, Carl, that's, uh, that's left over. I feel like he might have something to do... Uh, at least with this crime here, but it seems unfortunate that we found all this information about the first crime way after we are investigating our next crime. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, I'm not exactly sure, Flora. After after being kidnapped by a vixen of the night, who I, I should have known better. Should have known better to let her in, but, you know. Maybe you don't know, but, uh, when a, when a woman comes knocking at your door late at night and is offering whiskey, after a long day, bad decisions turn into good decisions. Uh, but maybe not in this case. No, that just sounded like a bad decision. Well, it turned out to be a bad decision. You never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well? Off to interview Carl? Yes. You can give me diplomacy checks or knowledge local to find where he lives. Diplomacy for sure. Okay. Grab my dice. Can I help? Yeah, aid. Yeah, you can aid. Yeah. How do you aid? Diplomacy. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, <laughs> how? Role play wise, I get it. Yeah. Um. Well, if the diplomacy is by asking around, then she's mm-hmm. going to stand on her or sit on her very cute dog and look as friendly as possible and All like right. you know shake hands and big eyes. Be nice, yeah. Big watery eyes. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see it. Well, I got a 24. Better. Yeah, to to aid. All right, Zeke. All right. I love this expanded inspiration perk that I took, man. It uh, it gives me uh, a free inspiration on, on uh, diplomacy. 
Oh, nice. Ooh, that's okay. Um, 12 plus 7 is 19, plus 5 is 24. Plus 2 is 26. All right. Uh, yeah. You're able to ask around a little bit, and you're able to find that Carl lives in a little cottage on the riverbank. It's a little northwest from where you're at. Little cottage on the riverbank. Not not a van. <laughs> Down by the river. He's the assistant to Dr. Brada, who was killed in the fire. And, yeah, you make your way down by the river. <laughs> There's a little van-shaped cottage there. <laughs> it's got a sliding door. Yeah, it's a Dodge. It's a Dodge. <laughs> no, Chevy Astro van, bro, or nothing. <laughs> uh, how do you approach? Loudly. Um, I don't know. Cautiously? Stomping. Yeah. With reverence? Carefully. We don't want to spook the guy. All right. Knock on the door, I suppose. We knock on the bubble window. All right. Does a 26 hit your AC? What? 26 hit my AC? Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> uh, yeah, you knock on the on the sliding van door. And he's like, yes, hello? Hello? Carl? Who's there? Carl, Carl, this is Ezekiel Kane with the um, the local uh, constables. What what did we call us? Fuck. <laughs> uh, with with the Leopardstead <laughs> city uh, guard. Leopardstead city guard. Uh, we just had a few questions for you, if you don't mind uh, stepping out to speak with us. Uh, of course. And he slides the door open. And he's like, uh, please, why don't you come in? Come in. I I've just put tea on. Would you like some? Yes, please. What's the inside of this place look like? It's pretty bare. A little messy, but he does not have a lot. He's like just some simple cookware and like a straw bed. There's a table. Yeah, all right. Uh, we, can, we can pop in for a second. Thank you for your hospitality. And um, you could tell that he is blind as he's kind of ushering you in to sit at the kitchen table. He's a younger man. With burn scars on his face, and his eyes are whited over. Why does this feel familiar? And um, he's like, "Please, please, uh, sit down, sit down." Uh, what can I, what can I do for you? You had questions, you said. And he's like hobbling over to uh, his tea kettle. Well, I, I really appreciate your hospitality in this situation. We understand that you were the assistant uh, over on um, at the Sanctuary Island. Uh, may have. Uh, seen the crimes that happened there that are attributed to the beast. Uh, we are just doing a, an investigation of our own and uh, could see if you could clear a few things up for us. Oh, yep, I, I was there. Um, that's where I lost the peepers. I haven't haven't seen much since. Oh. Haven't seen many people since either. Boy. <laughs> Would you mind, uh... Recounting your story for me, if you, if you haven't told it too many times. Of course, of course. And he, he, turn, he comes over back to the table. And he's got three cups in one hand, and a tea kettle in the other. And he sets them down in front of you, and one for him. They've got some herbs and stuff in there. It smells nice. He sits down. He pours hot water into Flora's cup. He's like, God, the fire. 
Yes, well, it uh, happened about four months ago. Um, I don't remember much about how it started exactly, but I do remember seeing what I assumed to be the Beast of Leopardstad, this tall, monstrous fellow. Looks like he's made from different parts. Not a pretty sight. Um, I saw him escaping uh, as I tried to to save Master Broder, and uh, I I passed out from the smoke inhalation, I guess. Um, but somehow I survived. And he goes through, he's pouring hot water into Zeke's cup, but he totally misses and pours it into your lap. Uh, uh, I was about to say, wow. <laughs> oh, uh, thank, thank you kindly, sir. Uh, that, that, that is enough tea for me. Um, uh, oh, God. <laughs> he just moves it to his cup. Hot diggity dog. <laughs> Flora chuckles. <laughs> uh, you said you lost your, uh, your sight during this inter- interaction. Uh, how, how was that? You just woke up with, uh, without your eyesight? That's well, I, I imagine it was from the heat. I'm, I was pretty badly burned, as you can probably tell. I'm sure I would hate to be able to see myself. You seem in awfully good spirits for this only happening four months ago. Yes, well, it's the first company I've had um, since. I'm. It's just nice to hear somebody's voice. Um, it's kind of got me energized, I suppose. Oh. I'm glad we came. Well, that is extremely sad, sir. Uh, I'm going to have to come back and take you out to dinner. Um, is there a knowledge check I can do to see if that is kind of what happened? If he lost his eyesight due to heat? I guess a heel check. Oh, just a heel check. Okay. My heel's probably not great. It isn't. That's uh, 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 a five. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you see this burn marks on his face, but you don't really know enough uh, to be able to tell if that's really what it was. Okay, cool. Just check it and see if it was, like, supernatural or something. Okay, well, uh... Can you give me, like, a visual description of uh, who you think the the Beast of Leopardstab might be? Uh, maybe a hot uh, appendages? Well, well, like like I said, he's far, far taller than any man I've ever seen. Um, and he looked to be constructed from different parts, animal parts. Um, it, it was a brief moment and the last thing I remember seeing, uh, but I... I can't remember much more details other than that. Did you, uh... What do you remember after the fire? Uh, well, I... I woke up... in a wagon. Uh, somebody had been... taking me out of the fire, I, I guess, or the wreckage, and... saw I was still alive. And, and they brought me here to Leopardstad to... Um... I, I was uh, treated, and, and uh, fortunately, my eyesight uh, could not be restored. Uh, what were y'all doing up that at was... the uh, at the insane asylum up there? I mean, we've all heard stories here in Leopardstad. Uh, anything you uh, you can give me details on? Uh, well, yeah, Doctor Brother. Um, he founded the institution to. Uh, 
care for and cure those unfortunate individuals afflicted with their madness or, or extreme deformities. It's rather ironic that the beast should be pointed at for this, as you know, Dr. Brada, his motives for starting the starting sanctuary were, were born of his own horror at the fate of his uncle, who was burned alive by a mob because of his monstrous features. That is truly terrifying, sir. As he was doing great work to, to care for and uh, try and find ways to help people like that, though. He was a brilliant man. God rest his soul. Yeah, Phrasma rest his soul, indeed. Well, uh, I appreciate your, uh, your help in this matter, and uh, if we have any other questions, we will uh, come back. Uh, are you going to be at court tomorrow to, um, to testify? Um, I, I believe uh, I was asked to. Yes, uh, I might need to find someone to walk me there, but um, yes, it'll be good to get out of the house. Oh, I'm sure we can we can find someone to walk you there, sir. Um, it's not a not a problem, Carl. Uh, uh, do you have a last name, uh, or do you prefer Carl? Or oh, just Carl's fine. All right, Carl. Give me a uh, diplomacy check, real quick. I love these diplomacy. Oh, that's not bad. It's fucking. Hold on, sorry, I forget my diplomacy. Which is a seven, which turns out into a thirteen, seventeen. It's like, uh, so you're investigating the crime? Is that right? We are part of the defense. Oh, so just, just sticking it to the courtroom. You're defending the beast. It's that's rather interesting. Well, every citizen is entitled to a an adequate defense, and um. I have been tasked with that, and I take my job as seriously as if I was defending you, Mr. Carl. That's respectable. Uh, as I said, I, I saw him fleeing the scene, but uh, I could not be pressed to say that I saw him starting a fire. Uh, there's two sides to every story, you know. Nah, I appreciate that. Side note, the beast is responsible for starting the fire? That's the crime? I kind of forget, I'm sorry. As well as the, yeah, the arson of the asylum and the fiery deaths of Dr. Brada and all of his patients and, and blinding of Carl. Um, okay. Great. I appreciate that, Carl. Uh, I, will, I will be sure to be here in the morning to take you over to the courthouse and, uh, well, uh, I, I hope you have a good night. Um, if you are going to investigate sanctuary. I just want to warn you to keep an eye or two on your back. Uh, there are some ghastly things out there in that area of the Diplomere. Uh, Ghasts, you might say. Oh, <laughs> great. Nasty things. Seems oddly specific, uh, but I but I appreciate that. Have We we fought ghasts before, right? Which ones were uh, they? You fought ghouls, and ghasts are like advanced ghouls. Oh. But Flora doesn't know that. Uh, right. No, I thought. I just thought we had already <laughs> encountered them, but I guess not. I don't think Zeke would really either, and so he kind of joke. He laughs that off as a joke, and kind of like leaves with, uh, you know, with respect and intent. Oh. Oh. Okay. I guess we're going. Um. Thank you. We'll. We'll, we'll see you tomorrow. It was rude to say that you'll see him. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> You're right. That was rude. <laughs> now, how long, uh, how long did Sid need to rest for? Uh, I believe he needed, uh, with the extra hour for interrupted rest, I think he needed three more hours. But you guys, okay, so you guys are done talking to him. What's your next step? Uh, if they're still resting for a couple more hours. Um, do we, do we need to talk to Tim again? Uh, I don't, I don't think we'd rather do. Um, I mean, we can ask him if he was there at least. You know, we might as well get his side of the story, Flora. You're definitely right. Let's go do um, that. Okay. I got a pee real quick. Uh, go to back to the courthouse. Wade through a crowd. There's Can we just sneak like... in the back at all? Uh, yeah. Let's do that. You can try and avoid the crowd. Get in the back entrance. You still gotta leave Daisy in the barracks. But uh, they let you and Zeke down to Tim's cell. He's just kind of sitting there with his head in his hands. There's several guards. Several guards are standing around his cell. Hi, Tim. Oh, Flora. Hi. Can I go now? We're still working on it, buddy. Oh. Um. How are you? Um, I'm okay. I'm pretty sure I'm going to crash at some point, but right now I'm feeling good. Why crash? Oh, I just didn't get a lot of sleep. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. But you... not sleep because you're trying to help me? Right, but it's not your fault. You're here. Okay. You're okay. Um, my friend has questions for you, but I think he's peeing right now. <laughs> Why don't you ask them? <laughs> uh, because I don't know what to ask. And other than, were you at that um, the the place that they're sanitarium that they're trying to charge you with burning down? I don't know what you mean. A building caught fire. Were you there? About four months ago? Um, I don't remember any fire. Okay. Gonna be really bad at this, guys. Well, that's definitely a good start. Zeke shakes it off. Hey, welcome back. Sorry, I was peeing. I thought I said that. Um, anyway... You did. You did. You did. <laughs> That's what I meant by shaking it off. Ah, uh, 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 yes. It's all over his tunic. Um. Uh, <laughs> so, what? What were you doing about four months ago? I'm just kind of hanging out. Where? Uh, the Dipplemere Swamp. You weren't. Uh, you weren't encountered ha- by any ghasts and set fire to a building, but uh. I guess you don't have anywhere to prove that you were anywhere else, do you? No. I didn't see many people after they made me leave Hergstag. Well, I mean, that's a start. All right. Do you know about the 
that's the place that we're talking about. What the fuck is it called again? Sanctuary. Sanctuary? Sanctuary? No, no. I have never known Sanctuary. Have you ever met anybody like you? No. Well, I appreciate your clarification on this. Um, we'll, we'll do what we can, Tim. Uh, hopefully we'll get you out of this one, too. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Hold, hold tight, buddy. Okay. Hurry. People, are, they look very angry every day. Oh, yeah. They definitely look like that. We're doing what we can. Anything else you guys want to do uh, right now? No. I've, or what do you want to do next? I feel like we should go wake up the boys. Right? Let's get them back in the story here. Yeah, has it been long enough? Did they get enough sleep? Yeah, I mean, uh, it can be long enough. Yes, it has been. And, and so it shall be. So say we all. So it's it would be like six o'clock. Uh, if it was like three when Sid went to sleep, and he needed three more hours. Does that include the time to prepare your spells? Um, no, three hours would just be the sleep, and then an hour to prepare spells. Okay. What's your guys' plan next? Uh, I think at this point to fuck off to the sanctuary. Right? Think so. Right. Do we need horses this time? Couldn't hurt. I think it was half an hour by horse. Let's get those horses. All right. We go back get to the pokey and buttercup. <laughs> we go check them back out. <laughs> yeah, from the horse libraries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've been fed and, and rested, and, and we check them back out again. And Zeke gets horse meat. The horse. Fucking love horse meat. And all right, you head out. Of Leopardstead toward Sanctuary. Um, oh, wait. Hold on. Right before we leave, um, can I ask Sidriel, uh, like, as Sidriel's prepping his spells, right? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll fill him in on what Carl said. I'll be like, he made this, he made this weird offhanded comment about, uh, be careful, it's ghastly out there. Like gas. So there's a bunch of gas out there? Do we, uh... Swamp gas? <laughs> we know anything about that? Should we prepare for this? Uh, well, John, let's say two on the die for a 13. Oh, I mean, uh, I can probably do better than that. Here, hold on. What's my knowledge religion? Uh, it's an 11, 12... It's 20. I got a 20 on knowledge religion. Alright. Uh, it would be a DC 12. Actually. So we both know. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Just making sure. I want to yeah, get so out maybe, there and be maybe fucked. Maybe Sid's... Maybe Sid, Sid says something that, like, jogs your noggin. Like, no, not gas. Gasts. And you're like, oh, shit. Sid would... I guess uh, Zeke might not might even get more knowledge than Sid with that role. Sid's distracted. He's putting the spells together. He's like, uh, yeah, they're... Um, remember those things? Oh, well, I guess you weren't there, but uh, if, if you know what a ghoul is, it's like those, but nastier. Oh, uh, aghast. 
Oh, I thought he was saying he was really surprised about something. I, I would be aghast as well, yeah. Yeah, see, I was... I, was, <laughs> I must have been aghast too. Oh yeah, those things are this. I'll give you two questions, Zeke. Buck, um... Weaknesses? And special abilities? Alright, uh... They have no weaknesses. Of course not. Um, except undead traits. Uh, special abilities, they have disease, paralysis, just like the ghouls, except for their paralysis uh, actually can also affect elves, which ghouls cannot. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they have a stench. It's like a stink of death and corruption around them. Uh, that can sicken you. Gross. Well, from what I remember about, uh, from them is, uh, don't get close and, you know, any of us, really, and, uh, don't get bit. Don't get close? Yeah, they, they smell really bad. How are you supposed to fight them, then, she says with her lance. Yeah, if, I, if I were you, I'd, I'd use <laughs> some kind of big pointy stick that you can hit him from a distance with. I don't know where you'd find one of those, though. Mm. He rolls his eyes and goes back to writing his spells down. <laughs> and run run past him really fast in some type of, uh, some type of charge motion would probably be our best bit, um, but I'm gonna have to get on in there. Um, shit. Is there anything I can... Oh, like, that's a stupid question. Is there anything I can think of that would get rid of that? There's an item called the filter scarf, made of heavy mm. material. This scarf filters out dust, sand, smoke, and other airborne com- contaminants. Uh, when worn over your nose and mouth, the scarf grants you plus one resistance bonus on saving throws versus inhaled poisons and other airborne effects that require breathing. Can we? Hmm. Can we make like one? That's cool. Any any clothing item should do that. Can we just pull our shirts up? <laughs> Can we find something to fashion into said scarf uh, there at Oslo's? Or purchase something on the way? Yeah. Um, is that like a magic item? No. or just a heavy material. Yeah, mundane item. Yeah, you could, uh, you could probably cut up one of Oslo's nice quilts or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's for a good cause, and I shred that shit up into, into long scarves for us all. It's <laughs> just ripping up his shit. <laughs> Oslin, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we'll buy you a new one. I swear. I'll, I'll say it gives you plus two. Yeah, that sounds good. You're you're breaking it down for into one for each of us. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, 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 that was my favorite. <laughs> its mechanical value will outweigh any sentimental value. It has. I, like oh, how, with it. I like how Oslin has a different accent every time we talk to him. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a man of the world. Alright. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> All right, so what color is this blanket that we now all have scarves made out of? <laughs> Including Daisy. Oh, shit, yeah. We have a fucking uniform. <laughs> You're like the Power Rangers. <laughs> what color is it? What color is it, John? Um, um, you can pick one. Orange. 
See, I was going to go with mouth. Mouth. That's how you say yeah. it. <laughs> floral, floral orange. Floral orange. Floral orange. That's, I like it. That's a fun Rural dessert. dur. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you guys take the 30-minute trek out of Lepidstad in your floral orange scarves. I love it. <laughs> Blowing in the wind as you ride on horseback. And unless there's anything you want to talk about on the way there. Well, we've got scarves wrapped around our faces, so. <laughs> you don't say. We don't. And why don't we go to this mappy over here? Uh, it's probably about 6.30, 6.35 when you guys get out there. The sun's getting low in the sky, but it's not dark yet. I'm going to pop open a fucking vial and drink it real quick. Of dark vision? Yep. Boing. Laura has just learned to rely on everybody else. I'm going to set myself and Stormac, if you'll let me up with some mage armor. Yes. Of course I'll let you. Even though it's called the Carb Isle Sanctuary, it's not actually on an island. It's sort of just this long, thin piece of land stretching across some water. Monster Peninsula? Isthmus, I believe it's called. It's it's in Ismith, yes. <laughs> Simpsons did it. Did they? Uh, Lisa got sentenced to Monster Island, and, and, she, and they're like, don't worry, it's just a name. And she gets there, and there's all these monsters. And she's like, I thought it was just a name. And they said, well, it's not actually an island. It's more of a peninsula. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Don't worry, it's just a name. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. Um, but yeah, it is an Ismith. Isthmus. So, as you come out on this Isthmus... <laughs> sorry, it just sounds like you have a list. <laughs> John, I wish, I wish you a merry Isthmus. Yes. That's, that's a good joke. You see the sad remains of a broken building, charred lying on this spur of land jutting out into the river. Burnt timbers of a large house sag into the undergrowth of nettles and thistles. Moss and vines and things. Nature is slowly taking back this charred ruin. Nearby, you see a cluster of gravestones uh, sticking out from the weeds. What do you do? Just because the map ends there, is there like, off the other side of the map, is there anything else like that we would see, or is this kind of the whole of the area? Yeah, it's pretty much the whole of the area. This path uh, leads back to the main road uh, on the other side of this, um, and there's not really much in either direction. It was a very small building. We're going to put some Cat's Grace on Zeke. Mm. So, Zeke, that'll give you a plus four enhancement bonus to dexterity. He feels so much lighter and nimbler. Makes his voice go up in pitch a little bit. <laughs> yes. And and this area of the Dipplemere Swamp is gray and dreary. I'm oh, sorry, Zeke. No, it's fine. I feel like we would have tied the horses up maybe a little bit far back, but, uh, you know, don't don't include them in this in this uh, scene 
Yeah, you can tie them up further back. Let's not bring the horses into this. Yeah, yeah please. <laughs> you want to get canceled or something? <laughs> um. So, what do you do? Well, uh, Flora sees Sidriel buffing everybody else and gives him sort of a, oh no, don't worry, I'm fine. I don't need anything. Good, we're fine. I'll be fine. I'm sure I'll be fine. I'm sure you will too. <laughs> we alertly, cautiously approach. I agree. All right. Nice and slow. In formation. Uh, you checking the place out? So you can give me perception checks. Okay. Yes. Here's a perception check. Fucking son of a, a bitch. F- <laughs> Uh, Daisy got a 13, Flora got a 22. 11 for Sid. 15 for Stormak. 14. Alright. So, as you're prodding around this burnt pile of rubble that used to be an asylum, from this angle you can see a little better, there are 12 gravestones uh, just to the north of the burnt down building. This whole place is just choked with fallen debris and dense rubble. Flora, you notice in the back end of these ruins there is a three foot wide hole in the ground and it seems very deep. It seems to be worked stone walls uh, going down into the darkness. There's a very deep hole over here. Yeah, it seems like there was a bunch of debris over this hole, but it looks like the area above it has been cleared out. Like, uh, debris is piled up next to the hole. Mm. Somebody dug it out. Stormak approaches, and he picks up a, a, a large stone, like a grapefruit-sized stone, uh, from the debris as he approaches this hole. Okay. Classic dude move. <laughs> he, was, he was really hanging it out there for you. <laughs> He's just gonna throw it down the hole and wait. I look in the hole. Stormak, it looks to be about 15 feet deep, and it's like a shaft, man-made, and there's stone floors at the bottom of it. And it looks like it opens up a little more. Like, you could see that the floor extends past this three-foot-wide shaft that you can see I down. I see, okay. So it would be like this uh, shaft ends in a ceiling and, and there's a room down there. Yeah, that's kind of what you're thinking. Uh, Stomach, what do your dwarf eyes see? Yeah, in the rocks. My, my cunning dwarf eyes tell me that this stone shaft goes down about one level and then there's a room down there. Well, if we ain't finding any clues up here, we might as well go down there. Laura's just standing there, nodding, pretending not to expect you all to throw her down this hole like you have every other hole that you have encountered so far. Maybe you shouldn't be hole-sized. She's staying as quiet as possible, just in hopes that she does not get thrown down the hole again. <laughs> you want me to right, check so it out? who's getting thrown down the hole first? <laughs> hey, do you guys think we should throw Flora down this hole like we've thrown her down every hole? No, before? no, no. <laughs> no, I, I got it. it, it it's all good. <laughs> Zeke, you're new to our team. We have our ways and our traditions. <laughs> she looks at him with these like big sparkling eyes, like, okay. My hero. <laughs> yeah, I understand this, but, uh, you know, one of my purview, uh, you, you all are deputized, but if anyone's going to get killed in this endeavor, it's going to be me. 
He pulls out a vial. Pause for applause. I'm just kidding. <laughs> pulls out two vials. <laughs> and he drinks two different vials. The first one he drinks, he starts to glimmer just a little bit. And the second one, he shrinks down. Whoop. All right. All right. Here we go. In the rubble, is there anything to, like, fashion a rope to? Flora can hold him. Why, thank you, Flora. There's a single piece of wood that is uh, 22 feet long here. We could use that as some sort of ladder. He's right. That's fair. Oh, some sort of ladder, like, put it down there and climb down that? Anchor. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of good measuring going on now. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'd say about 20, 24 feet. No, there, there's something to... Rubble is really easy to secure an anchor to. I've learned that from climbing. All you need is a big enough stack and to pull horizontally on a vertical stack of rubble. It's actually not too hard. We could fasten a rope and very easily get down this hole. Teeny Zeke's bail bonds to the rescue. Yep. You could you probably put something together. We do that. You know, this makes yeah. me think our friend Father Ozel was really intelligently educated about climbing as well. He taught us he just about everything we knew about climbing. Anyway, he's gone. Who's that? <laughs> We've told you about him like four times already. <laughs> he's already halfway down the hole. He doesn't, he doesn't understand. Yeah, just go. All right. Yeah. Uh, give me a climb check. Don't waste that. Uh, On a rope against <laughs> a wall is a five, right? Yeah. DC five. I don't know what your bonus is. Luckily, it's a it lot. It is DC five. Oh, I pass <laughs> with a ten. All right. So, Zeke, you go down the rope. Yeah, I want to pause and stick stick my head. When I, when I hit the ceiling, right, I don't want to go all the way to the floor without, like, giving a quick look around the room when I get down there to, like, ceiling level. You know what I mean? As you're, like, going down, you can kind of, like, go sideways and look. Cinematically, yeah. you're required to peek your head in upside down and look around before you go any further. Yeah, I mean, that that does make the most sense, movie-wise. So, you're gonna like put your legs up on the shaft wall and move your maneuver yourself upside down, holding onto the rope with your legs up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make it sound so complicated. <laughs> Sounds like so a- you can poke your head out. <laughs> I, imagine doing this in real life; it would be a little complicated. Really Trust good me, idea. it's not. John, I will put you in a rope. I have all the ropes and harnesses. It's much easier than you're making it sound. Yeah, just the fact that you have all the ropes and harnesses means that it's going to be a lot less complicated for you. Also, Surat, take a dog with you and show John how easily a dog can climb a rope. (laughs) Yeah, and then turn itself upside down. Well, it's not my fault she has a plus four to climb. It's easy to turn upside down. That's the game mechanic's fault. You're right. I retract my joke. Zeke, you stick your head in down past the ceiling. Give me a perception check. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, that's pretty good. That's 18 plus 9 is 27. All right. So you stick your head down, and just below there are some, like, large casks, like barrels, 
just below the hole as you're... And it's dark down here, but with your dark vision, you can see the room. And in black and white vision, you see a couple of things. Uh, the first thing that stands out is not far from you, hanging from the ceiling of this stone room, is a horrid trophy. A large iron candelabrum hangs from the ceiling right near the shaft, and upon the candelabrum are a handful of burnt, severed heads Ew. stuck onto the parts that would hold candles normally. And most of them are have strange deformities, and like one of them has a horn sticking out of its cheek. One has a mouth that is covering half of its face. There's one that has like uh, reptilian features on parts of its head, and they're all just burnt and rotting and stuck on here as some sort of sick decoration. There's one head that is not deformed and is wearing broken glasses. And you also see several creatures clinging against the walls on the edge of the room that immediately charge after you. Pull me up, pull me up, pull me up. Let's roll for initiative. <laughs> Is um, it possible to pull reduced person Zeke up because he's still, uh, his head is down? Are these things going to climb up out of this fucking hole? I do not want to be fighting these guys on a fucking rope. Yeah, I'm going I'm to pull him as hard as I can. 17 for Flora. It's a 10 for Sid. 18 for Stormac. I didn't know that that cat's grace helped my initiative. And the reduced person does, too. Man, that's 21 for me. Nice. All right. These things are fucking terrifying. What is going on down here? Can't see it yet. Yeah, they are not pretty. Unfortunately for Zeke, one of the ghasts goes first. It's, uh... This ugly motherfucker. Ew. And... He rushes to jump up on top of that tall cask, and he attempts to bite you. That is an 11 to hit your flat-footed AC. That will not hit. All right. And it is your turn next. Ooh, this is dangerous. Um, Zeke will yell... Okay. So we talked about the angling and perception in uh, the position of like putting your head down and looking into a place. Um, mm -hmm. I probably have both hands on the rope, which would mean I don't have a weapon out. I'm just gonna yell back up. Um, oh, there's guests out here! Pull me up! Pull me up! Pull me up! <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm not sure. Is that are you? Is that your turn? Are yeah, you I mean, delay or something. Can you climb? I could I could delay but that's what I want to happen. But I'll delay in case anybody wants to jump down. I feel like jumping down's a bad okay. idea. I don't know. Well, I'll see what everybody else does. I'll delay. How, how How many are down there? There's full There's full gas down here. Pull me up. <laughs> 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 All right, well, full tiny Zeke fucking gas. For us to pull him back up. 
So Stormak will uh, get a good grip on that rope and start pulling him up. All right. Um, pull him up 15 feet. I feel like it might take a second. I've got six seconds um, for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd say you could get him halfway up this round. So what happens if Stormak uses his turn to pull and Flora uses her turn to pull? Or, or narratively, we both pull at the same time. Same time and run backwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you are both. She's right after you. Uh, if you both want to use your turn to pull him up, you can get him all the way out. Let's do that. Yeah, we do that. We do that. But it's, it's going to provoke as That's he fine. leaves the threat. We're not square. worried about it, right, Flora? That he'll be ouch. fine. <laughs> he, this is what he he literally asked for. Wow. He said, pull goes. me up, pull me up, pull me up. He what, said it three you, times. Should we like, leave you down there, Surat? Uh, okay, that so if they're wow both going to do that, if they're both going to do that, I'm going to delay till right now, and I'm going to use my move action to study the guy who attacked me. Uh, okay. But he gets a 21 to hit against AC. Um, because I acted before him, that's not going to hit so I'm not flat-footed. That's my point. Also, you're climbing. I'm pretty sure you're flat-footed anyway. No, I'm not climbing. I'm holding onto a rope. That's the most bullshit semantic argument I've ever heard in my life. You're climbing on a rope. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> holding onto a rope and climbing are two very different fucking things. Would you like to prove that? I mean, let's go get a rope and we can we can try it. <laughs> I think that he attacked you as soon as they started pulling you up, and then you did your action. Okay. Well, that hits. It's going to be four damage with his bite, and I would like two fortitude saves, please. Two? Jesus. Okay. First fortitude save. Coming at ya. That's not bad. Damn, my reflex is a plus 11. My fortitude is a plus 3. Okay. That's a 10. Okay. And the second one? Okay. Is a 13. Okay. So, you pull Zeke up out of the hole. And as he comes up onto the solid surface ground, he is absolutely still and not moving. Oh, God damn it paralyzed for a number of rounds. A number. Which will not be disclosed at this time. Correct. Okay. And it is the rest of the guests' turn. Or, or Sid, what's your initiative bonus? Uh, plus eight. Alright, so two of them. You can hear clawing and scratching coming up this shaft. Stormak, you're right next to it. Maybe, maybe you could see down in the hole uh, that he is just about to the top of the hole. And there's another one right behind him. They're coming up! And it's Sidriel's turn. Uh, Sid is going to take a five-foot step back and start doing a wavy <laughs> arm thing, chanting. <laughs> take a five-foot step. Uh, Sid back. begins right. casting uh, Summon Monster. Suck. Classic. Five foot step back. 
<laughs> um, more scratching and clawing from down below. And it's Stormax's turn. How about I pick up that rock and throw it down the hole? Right. Uh, I don't have improvised weapon or throw anything. I don't have any of those cool things. Um, but, Jeff, you know, drop these guys rock. are climbing. You're just yeah, dropping I, a rock. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I propose, John, that I just uh, roll a ranged attack and, and uh, you can take it from there. Okay. Here we go. That's a 15. Do you have drop rock? <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's an 8 on the die for a 15. I've got a not bad ranged attack. 15 um, touch attack. Yeah, high ground, What? whatever else have you. Uh, I just, I'll drop that rock down there for lack of anything better to do. Big rock. <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, bowling ball sized. No, All right. No, and is there a thing of if you get hit while you're climbing? Is there like a roll to? Yeah, probably a climb check. You sure both hands first. Other checks. Only one hand. Can't move to avoid a blow, so you lose your dex bonus AC. Also, can't use shield anytime you take damage. Make a climb check against the DC of the sloper wall. Okay. Um. Okay. So they'll make a climb check. Uh, the first one will, at least, and, um, he does not fall. Uh, DC 15 for these walls. They're not even using the rope. Uh, but he makes it. Uh, but, yeah, give me, like, a, I don't know, rock damage. Give me some rock damage. Give me a D3. D3? Nah, it's come on, it's gotta be more than that. Flora's fists do D three. Rude. Uh, okay, uh, D four. Really? Okay, here's a D four. I mean, that's a medium sized unarmed the, attack. For the record, know. my fists do a D two. A longsword does a D six. You're throwing a, a rock at him. You're dropping a longsword on them, but put a twenty pound weight behind it. Yeah, I rolled a two on the D four. You put your strength up behind it. Sure, that's just a two more. All right, four damage. Oh shit! You huck the rock down on it. <laughs> just throw a bowling ball at somebody. Ouchie. <laughs> that would hurt really bad. Yeah. Is that it? Sh- yeah. Sure, that's it. Uh, Flora's up next. I kind of want to drag Zeke back. Okay. What does that entail? What do I have to do to make that happen? Is that a like a um, strength or something? I mean, I feel like uh, you or Daisy could easily drag uh, Tiny Zeke. Oh yeah, he's tiny. Without, without a strength check, wouldn't I still be Definitely. clutching the rope, okay. which she is also clutching? That's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, just wrap it under his armpits and drag him. Like, there you go. <laughs> way. So you start riding Daisy away, dragging him behind <laughs> uh, with a rope as he yes. just goes like, over all right of this me. fucking timber. <laughs> yeah, all this debris and rocks he's hitting his head on. I'm careful to keep his head up. And um, 
and then and then let him go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Ezekiel Kane. You are paralyzed. What's going through your mind? Oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. Oh sorry, hold on. Oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. In your mind, would you have a tiny voice? Tiny voice? Tiny mind voice? Yes. Everything gets shrank. Voice, mind, the whole the whole package. Yuck. Sorry, I'm sorry. That was Sky. I just channeled Sky. <laughs> oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Oh, All right. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that is appropriate. And let's finish out the round real quick here. At that moment, a gas climbs out of the hole right next to Stormak, provoking from him. Oh, yeah. I'll try to kick him. Here's a... Yeah, kick it back down the hole. <laughs> Make him keep climbing. Here's a strike. 23 to hit for 9 bludgeoning damage. Oh yeah, that'll hit. Does it kick him back? Can you kick him? Does it knock him down? No, that would be a combat maneuver. Uh, I can't do that as an AOO yet. 300 is ass. Yeah, you get a really good blow on him. And... Uh, he looks a little dazed for a second, but then he lashes out to bite you. Ooh, that's going to be a 23 to hit. That'll hit. Mm. I would like two fortitude saves, please. Sure. As take eight damage. 19 for the first one. Okay. 11 for the second one. All right, you take eight damage. And you suddenly feel your muscles stiffen. God damn it. Uh oh, boys. As you are paralyzed. Uh, Another this is gonna happen. ghast comes out of the hole and he's gonna attack you with a bite. Um, he rolls a 10. And Sidriel, it's your turn. Sid finishes casting his spell. And a earth elemental is going to appear just next to the first gas that crawled out of that hole. Yes. Heck yeah. Yes. That's exciting. Uh, and that earth elemental is going to act immediately on his turn. Smash it. That earth elemental is then going to attempt to make a slam attack. Here. Oh, is it medium? Uh, it's small. It's a small yeah, earth elemental. Yeah, it's the thing I can summon right now. I, w- I want a Zeke to have company All right. down there. Yeah. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> All right. Um, so he's going to make a slam attack against this uh, ghoul next to him. Because they are both on the ground, he will get a plus one to the attack, and I believe to the damage as well. Yes, nice. as he will. Like earth affinity or something uh, Earth like mastery, that? yep. Okay, and for the swing, that is a 12 plus... Seven, let's see, 12, plus six, plus what? Yep, so it's a, a 19 to hit. Okay, hit. and that is going to do a d6 plus five. Yes. Four. Boom, max damage, 11 points of damage. Yes! Get it! All right, do you want to describe that kill? Thank God. Get it! Yeah, so uh, Sid finishes waving his arms around and like uh, kind of like rising up from the 
mud and grass, a somewhat humanoid figure tape shape, and kind of does like a like double axe handle maneuver. But then as the camera zooms out, we see that it's actually just a little uh, elemental, so it just kind of bashes him <laughs> right in the knee. <laughs> it's like Groot. It's like Groot. Yeah, that's awesome. The, the camera zooms out. Yeah, I like the thing oh, that the camera oh, zoomed oh. in as far as it could be. So it looks like this giant monstrosity clawing its way out of the ground and taking humanoid form as it like hands over its head, bashes into the gas. We zoom out and just kind of like donk. Yeah, it hits him in the knee. But it it's a right, yeah, right, yeah. right in the kneecap, and he just goes down, collapses, he just buckles his leg in half. Amazing! And he was already at death's door, redeath. All right, and then Sid awesome. is going to take his turn, and he is going to attempt to dump two arrows into the other guest that has crawled out of this hole. First shot is a nineteen to hit. Baldi. For nine points of damage. Max on that one as well. Nice. Sid has figured out his dice. He's doing, doing things. It. Now that you said that, here comes the nat one for the second attack. I'm sorry. Uh, eight mm. on the die for a 16 to hit. Um, a 16 is going to miss. Okie dokie. And it's still like one more five footer back. Sid MVP. I was starting to I was starting to panic. <laughs> you did so well. I'm gonna take a five foot sit back. <laughs> Almost seems beneficial when you're using right. a range weapon to, you know, stay at range. Uh, get I out like of there. As far as you can. And then another ghoul climbs out of the hole. Will probably provoke from the earth elemental. Yeah, he's standing right next to the hole. Um he's climbing as this attack happens, right? He, yeah. Okay, so he, which means he's denied his dodge bonus to AC, which I think affects his. Anyways, the Earth Elemental is going to attempt to like push him back down the hole yes. with his improved bull rush. Mm. Nice. Uh, anyways, he's going to attempt to make a bull rush. It's an eleven. Nah. Now I don't know what his CMD is while he's climbing. So I'm so invested against his CMD without. His dex mm-hmm. bonus is not going to do it. Oh. Valiant effort, but he makes it out and attacks Stormak with a bite. <laughs> the, the, that, the one that's already paralyzed? He's the only one within reach. Everyone else ran away like cowards. <laughs> that's going to be a 20. It's probably going to hit. Um, on, on this character sheet here, would there be something that I would toggle on? Is there a paralyzed? There's a helpless. It just says helpless it says set dex would to do. zero. That's the. Um, yeah, that your, makes your sense. Your dex and strength score are both zero when you're paralyzed, and then you're you're also helpless. But only dex matters for AC. So. Right. So toggling that on changes my uh, AC to fourteen. Probably probably because right. of the mage armor. Well, that is going. To hit them for eight damage and give me a couple fortitude saves again. In a tight spot, Sornak. Well, it'll be fine. I'm confident. For reasons. Um, <laughs> here's two fortitude saves. That's a 24. All right. 
and a 25. All right. Nice fortitudes, buddy. Yeah, just don't ask me for a reflex save, right? <laughs> I mean... I'll be here shit. all week. My reflexes... My reflexes through the roof. Not while you're paralyzed. Stormak has one dead ghast at his feet as two ghasts that just emerged are chomping away at his legs. An earth elemental just emerged from the ground to protect him. Paralyzed Zeke attached to a rope being dragged through the mud <laughs> face down. And Sidriel raining arrows down. We hear the scratchings of another ghoul coming out of the hole. And that's where we're going to leave it off for the week. This is fucked. That's why I said I'll be here all week. I'll literally be just standing here paralyzed all week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not a ghoul, it's a ghast. (laughs) It's going to be fine. Nobody panic. Imagine if somebody just like jumped <laughs> into the hole by them instead of like being careful, like they'd probably die. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That would've been real bad. The good thing we're careful. Had to be just thrown Flora down there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you would have been rid of her were, once and for all. You would have felt so bad. <laughs> I don't think they would, Johnny. <laughs> if your character died from it. <laughs> well, maybe. Uh See? Maybe not. I don't know. Zeke has a purpose. He went down there. He was all small, tactical. You did. did it. Now he's gonna die. No, he's not. He's gonna be fine. Yeah, if he was gonna die, it's gonna be Stormhack. Why is that? No, he's not. It's You're surrounded be fine. by gas, and there's two more coming out of the hole, probably next round. Well, there's a little secret about Stormhack that uh, I don't know if I've revealed to everybody just yet. He's actually a ghast. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time since, <laughs> since Clover's Crossing. Yeah, he's already turned. That's my secret, Cap. <laughs> I'm already a ghast. Yeah. <laughs> That's my secret, Cap. <laughs>
Oh shit. Yeah, what if he just like put Rex in disguise and like has been lying about that thing f succeeding the removed disease? You want to hear the secret? That, man. Yes. I think I'm the only one that doesn't know. No. Yes. Shut up, Saran. <laughs> no. <laughs> let it let it go next sesh. What with the big secret? No, no, I think can... this is a different secret than last week's secret. If you don't if you don't want to hear it, then you can go. <laughs> I like earmuffs. Earmuffs, Saran. Earmuffs. I want to hear it. At the start of level five, Stormac. I have my earmuffs on. <laughs> Stormac became immune <laughs> to disease. Oh. Is this a dwarf thing or nice. your your class thing? It's a monk thing, yeah. Oh, nice. Nice, bro. Fuck yeah. So he, he we we're not worried about him getting the disease anymore, but he's still definitely paralyzed. Definitely paralyzed. Yes, exactly. 